0: Episode number 228 of the Emotionally Equipped for Life podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. I am on a mission to create an emotionally equipped world. I created two simple step by step tools that empower you in your life and in your relationships so you can be calm, be in control, and feel better in any moment. I'm the author of two award-winning books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to be Mentally Prepared for Anything. You can learn more about these books and more by heading over to my website, shiragura.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. Well, for those of you who have been following me for the last few weeks, I am now back home, that is, home where I live, not home where I grew up, in Israel, with my husband and my kids. We decided to cut our visit short for a few reasons, one of which was there was talk about Israel going into another potential lockdown, and I feared the airport might get closed and we wouldn't be able to get home for another month. And so we made that decision and we're back. I've actually been in quarantine with my kids for the last week, and that's just protocol from when you travel abroad. I tested negative at the airport, which is something mandatory before leaving the airport, but still, we needed to go into quarantine and then test again one week later. And so I had a lot of time to be in the house, which for some people can be incredibly difficult, and for other people, like me, it's like you can't have enough of that home time, And basically what I'm trying to say is that I took great advantage of being home with my kids to do a really deep clean of my house. And when I say deep clean, I mean going into each of the kids' bedrooms and taking everything out and I mean everything, clothes, dressers, school bags, everything except for the beds, which were either moved away from the walls or literally picked up and stood against the walls, depending on which kind of bed each of my kid has. And I did this one by one with each of my boys, my daughter is currently in the Navy, and while it took a long time to clean each room, and I'm talking hours, because you know, it includes sweeping and mopping the floors and washing down the windows and all of that, I have to say, it feels great to have a tidy, uncluttered, and clean room. And of course, if you multiply that by the number of rooms I did, the family room, the bathrooms, the kitchen, etc., you end up with a tidy, uncluttered, and clean house, which just feels divine. And in addition to that, I spend a lot of time weeding, because after a month of no one taking care of my garden, okay, big mistake, I'll learn for next summer, Lots of weeds have grown in the garden, some of them quite beautiful, but you know they just overtake the garden. And so I spent a lot of time weeding so that my herbs and my trees can grow without the weeds and the vines you know, growing on top of them. And of course, I spent time cooking and feeding my kids and doing the laundry and working with my kids with their musical instruments as they still haven't started back up with their teachers. And I'm the parent who has that ability. And of course, doing my work, right? Working with my clients and facilitating my inner circle. And aside from the jet lag, where I haven't been tired nor ready to go to bed until like four or five in the morning for several nights, it's been lovely. And last night, we were invited to a holiday meal with my husband's family. Yesterday, my husband worked all day in the heat. He's a builder, and I worked all day in the house doing everything I just shared with you. And when my husband came home around three or so, he saw me in the kitchen preparing food to bring to this festive meal, and he announced that he was exhausted and he was gonna go for a nap. And I nodded my head in agreement and said, great, as I always do. That is to say, while I could offer my husband little jobs here and there to do in the house, I don't really need his help. I can do it all on my own, or at least with the help of the kids. And so this week I'd like to share with you a story not only about how i got unstuck but about how my husband modeled for me how to get unstuck as well you ready so as i already mentioned to you yesterday my husband worked all day and then went for a nap before going to his family's for this festive meal i worked all day with the kids in the kitchen and on my laptop And both of us had great days, right? We were happy, neither of us were feeling resentful of one another, everything was okay. And then it was about 5.30 in the evening and we were just about ready to head out. I handed each of my kids something to carry to the meal and I took a dish as well. And my husband had nothing in his hands. He offered to take something, but I told him, you know, we got it, all's good. So as we walked out of the house, he was the last one, which means, you know, he would lock up. And I had put a bag of trash at the entrance to the house, knowing that when we would leave, we would take it out and put it in one of the trash containers in our community. And so let me pause just for a second so that you understand what I mean. In my community, each house doesn't have their own private trash can, the way I grew up and perhaps what it looks like now in your house. In our community, we have several locations where there are community trash cans, and that's where you take your trash. These are centrally located, so you really don't have to walk more than, let's say, two houses before reaching a trash container. And while this may seem annoying to you, the truth is, once you get used to the concept, it's really not a big deal. And so we were all walking out of the house, and I asked my husband if he could just take the trash bag with him. Remember, he had nothing in his hands, right? And this is how he responded. I could take the trash out. Okay, so let's take a moment and pause so that we can talk about the difference between fact and story, because this is a central teaching in the work I do. Let's look at what the fact was. The fact was my husband said, I could take the trash out. Six words, right? That's a fact. If you're asking me what my story was, I would say that my husband said those words in the most derogatory and like anti-wanting to be on my side as possible. And this, my friends, is where we get stuck in the story. We never get stuck in the facts. We get stuck in the stories we tell ourselves. So in my story, I was so surprised by his reaction and his words and his tone, I just stood there in disbelief. I was thinking to myself, is this guy serious? I'm asking him to just grab the trash bag. What the heck is the problem? Does he really want to come home to a trash bag at the entrance to our house? This is my husband for Pete's sake. He should be working with me, not against me. And then he said something like, well, where do you want me to throw it? As if the trash container was like, you know, miles away from our house. I was literally dumbfounded by the whole situation. My husband knows quite clearly where the closest trash containers are, one of which was on the way towards where we were headed. And I'm just thinking to myself, why does he fight me? Why, why? And I got stuck right there in that moment. After having showered and, you know, gotten dressed up for this festive meal, I just started crying. And he looked at me equally shocked. What's your problem? Why are you so upset? And as equally confused as he was, I tried to explain to him that life would be so much easier if he just flowed with me instead of going against me. Like if he would have just answered, sure, or no problem or happy to do that, everything would have been fine. But he fights me with his words. I could throw the trash out. And then this stupid little stuck moment, because all of us get stuck in stupid little stuck moments at one time or another, it blew up into a big stuck moment in the car with my three boys in the backseat. So I'm sitting in the passenger seat looking teary-eyed and miserable and not even wanting to go to this freaking festive meal. And my husband is in the driver's seat. He's sitting there all fine and wondering what the heck my problem is. And I'm thinking to myself, he just doesn't get it. He never does. And so I asked him if he was willing to listen. But I mean really listen. Because up until now, he kept telling me that I was wrong. That he did pick up the trash when I asked but that he just didn't know where I intended him to throw it out. And as usual, I'm making a big deal out of absolutely nothing. Again, I asked him if he was willing to listen. And he responded with, sure, but blah, 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 blah. And so I asked him again a third time, are you willing to listen? I told him there's always two sides to a story. And when people only live inside their own story and they don't see other perspectives, It really limits them, and it limits the people around you and the relationships that you have. And he agreed. And so I started to review the story with him, but he interrupted me. Did you do your work yet? And I was confused. He looked at me as he was driving. Did you do your work? I'm asking you, did you get unstuck before we started this conversation? Oh, he was pushing my buttons now, right? He's trying to be smart with me. He thinks I'm the only one who was stuck. So I childishly responded with, did you get unstuck yet? And he responded, I don't need to. I'm not the one who's stuck. Oh, if you could only have seen me then, steam blowing out of my ears. But what he had to say next was brilliant. He said, one thing I've learned from you is that just because another person is stuck doesn't mean that you need to get stuck too. And you're stuck, Shira, but that doesn't have to affect my well-being. I was happy when I got home today. I was happy when I left the house and I'm happy now and I'm not stuck. Believe me, you are. And while I'm happy to listen to your story, I don't think it's me who has the work to do. And I was like, whoa, where the heck did that come from? Oh, right. Years and years of him listening to my podcast episodes and reading my books, he picked up something after all. And then he said, look, I'm sorry if you think the way I said what I said wasn't nice. If that's what you're looking for, I'm sorry. But I did pick up the trash when you asked, and I had every intention of throwing it out. And besides, even if I did say what I said, it doesn't need to affect you. Just like you're being stuck right now doesn't need to affect me. I can keep going, living my happy life, even if you choose to stay stuck, which is what you're doing for some reason. And I don't know why you're choosing that, but I wish you'd get unstuck. Double whoa, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever had such a clear moment of having a student turn into my teacher. (laughs) I mean, not that my husband was ever, you know, officially my student, but you know what I mean. He learned my tools, he learned the theory, he learned to embody these tools and now he's living them and he's modeling that for me, like mind blowing. And that shocked me into silence and into taking a stop. He was right, I didn't go through the unstuck method when I needed to. And so I decided to take the opportunity and do it in that moment, silently in my head. S, for the stop, I just took several breaths. I calmed myself down. T, I told myself I was stuck on fury at the time, which I allowed myself to feel through my tears. U, I uncovered the belief that my husband should not have said what he said, and he should not have said it in the tone that he said it. And when I questioned that belief, I realized it wasn't even true. My husband should have said what he said, and he should have said it in the tone that he said it, because that's what happened. That's who my husband was being. And that's how reality played itself out. When you argue with reality, you always lose. So the only belief I had, right, the core of my story was wrong, And so my story became baseless, just like that. So I was able to go on to the next step, C, for consider. I considered my husband was being who he was being, and I have no control over that. And then I took a good look at myself and asked myself who I was being in that moment, the moment my husband responded the way he did or the way I felt he did. And this is what I came up with. I considered I was being a victim. I considered I gave my power completely over to my husband. I considered I let him have control over my emotions. And I considered that being a victim is not something I want to be in my life. And I realized I could have considered in that moment being powerful. And what would have that looked like? It could have been like not being affected by my husband's words. Like, if he didn't take the trash out as I requested, I could have done it myself. Or, if he said it in the tone that he did, I could have ignored it and considered his way of being has nothing to do with me. This is something I'm going to take with me for next time. But in that moment, what I did was consider releasing the story because it was done. And I considered who I wanted to show up as when we arrived, you know, at the holiday meal was happy, for one thing, and I considered something else, which is something I consider often when it comes to my husband, which is that he had no bad intentions. And then I placed my hand over my heart for K and held myself in kindness for getting stuck. I reminded myself it happens to the best of us. And that was it. The rest of the car ride was smooth, and when we arrived, we gave each other a hug, as if nothing happened, which felt very empowering. And we went in for the meal, and we had a great night. But I'll share with you one more piece to the story, which I think I'm going to have to continue next week. But that's to say, when my 13-year-old son saw us hugging, right, outside of the car, he asked me, Ema, but why were you crying about that story? And my response to him was, just like you were crying earlier today, remember? And a smile came across his face because earlier that day, my son got really, really stuck on something that happened with his brother. And he was so stuck that he came to me for support or I should say I offered him support and he accepted. And he really got unstuck and he did it so beautifully and within seconds. And I loved that my son was actually able to witness me get stuck and then get unstuck because it normalizes that this happens to all of us, or at least getting stuck happens to all of us. Getting unstuck really only happens when you are equipped to do so. There is so much I love about this week's episode. My story, the fact that I can do this work with my husband and share this common language with him my son's witnessing of all of it, so much goodness, so much learning and growing and evolving and motivation to do this work and trust that it actually does wonders. It empowers you to feel better in any moment. It transforms you as a person. It helps you improve your relationships and it enables you to inspire others to do the same. My friends, I have been working behind the scenes for you to create a course where you can learn these tools at your own pace so that you too can have this goodness in your life. My course is called Get Emotionally Equipped and it's now available on my website at shiragura.com. This course is a culmination of years of my work and I am so proud of what I put together for you. The best part about this course is that when you enroll, you also get six live opportunities to be with me on Zoom, whether that's to ask questions or to get coaching or to work on something that you're stuck on or anything else. You certainly don't have to show up to those sessions, but they're available to you as I want to be sure that you feel 100% supported as you go through this course. When you finish listening to this podcast today, I would like to make a request please go check out the course. Go over to my website, click on the course, and consider enrolling. You won't find this course or my tools taught like this anywhere in the world, as they are tools unique to me. And you definitely won't be able to beat the price for the value that you receive from it. When you go check out the course, if it speaks to you, please consider enrolling. And if you know of someone who you believe may also be interested in the course, please share the information with them. I would be so grateful for your support. And of course, I almost forgot, when you complete the course, you're going to receive a personal invitation from me to join my inner circle, which is the best way to ensure that you'll actualize these tools into your life. As it's one thing to learn something, right? But it's another thing entirely to actually apply these tools to your specific life situations. And that's what this work is about. It's about practice and practice makes possible. And when you practice along other like-minded folk and you show up each week to share what you've been working on and to hold witness to other people doing the same, the potential for you to really live the life you want to live grows exponentially. And so I don't want you to think that when this course ends, that's the end of your time with me. No, that's actually just the beginning. And I cannot wait to start all of this with you. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. Please go check out the course over on my website. And as always, I look forward to getting emotionally equipped with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.